Hey friends, and welcome to Her Soul, a safe space where we discuss all things God, self-love, and peace of mind. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that God promises you. It's that Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Yes, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for joining me for another week of Her Soul. It's your girl Camille. I'm so happy to have y'all here and I'm just really excited and so happy to get this talk out and for us to have just a really good conversation. So before we get into this week's goodness, let's go ahead and get some housekeeping things out of the way. So number one, you guys, if you've been listening week after week and these episodes have been blessing your soul and giving you great food for thought and you've been kind of like digging deep into yourself and just being blessed by these episodes, go ahead and leave us a rating. And if you have a couple extra minutes, leave us a review. So I'm actually going to leave the link to uh, my pod chaser and you can leave a review there or you can um, if you're listening from apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating and review through apple Podcasts. either one is fine with me but do not get through this episode and not leave me a rating i would really appreciate it you guys because what that'll do for the show is it will get us in front of a broader audience and it'll get us heard by more people and um I would just really appreciate your support in that. The other thing, if you've been being blessed by these episodes, go ahead and just share it. Send the podcast link to your mom, your sister, your friend, whoever it is that you think might be blessed by these episodes and, you know, could benefit from the talks that we have week after week. Y'all, I love y'all so much, especially those of you who have been with me from the beginning. Your loyalty is unmatched, and um, I'm just really excited for where this show is destined to go. So that's it for the housekeeping stuff. You guys already see the title. Y'all already know what it is, and I think that this week's topic is something that goes kind of like overlooked or swept under the rug, and I feel like we never really dig deep into this topic although I feel like this is something that the majority of us deal with right um so yeah today we're gonna unpack that's a great term we're gonna unpack this thing and uh the you can see the title is have we been programmed to shrink and y'all I know this is definitely a female thing um It is a person of color thing. It is a black person thing. And it is absolutely, especially a black woman thing. I I don't want to exclude anybody from the conversation, but I'm a black woman. And in my experience, this idea of shrinking is so prevalent through our community. And I think maybe it's just ingrained in us. Sometimes we don't even realize it. But, um... This is the question on the plate today. Have we been programmed to shrink? So I I hope you have your notebook. I hope you have, um, you know, a good drink. Not alcoholic, by the way, like a tea or a coffee or something. I'm drinking chamomile tea and I've got my notes and I'm ready. If you're ready, I'm ready. Alrighty. So a couple conversations I've had lately 
um, have brought this topic kind of like to the forefront. And there have been like some situations that have come up that have caused me to really like stop and think like, why are we like this, right? So when I talk about shrinking, I mean, basically, we don't allow ourselves to be fully expressive. We don't show off 100% of who we are because one, we put others' opinions of ourselves before our own. Two, we don't want to be judged because of, you know, some stereotype that might be out there. We don't want to be judged by it. And then three, just generally not feeling good enough, right? Not feeling like our true selves aren't good enough or maybe not acceptable to society or something along those lines, right? So one of the situations that I had come up a few weeks ago, I had a patient who well, she wasn't my patient. She was another nurse on the floor's patient. But uh, she was throwing up. And so the nurse went in to like go help her clean up. And she came back out and told me she was like, the, the woman who was throwing up basically was apologizing when the nurse went to go and help her. And I thought about that because I was saying, well, maybe she's just apologizing because she doesn't want us to, you know, clean up after her. But it put me in the mindset of, Basically, why are you apologizing? What do you have to apologize for? You can't help that you got sick. You can't help that you threw up. And it's okay that you have to get help. It's okay that you had to call on us to assist you. But just the simple fact that she apologized, me and that nurse afterward had a conversation and we just talked about like, why you know, she apologized because she got sick. She threw up. She didn't want us to um, have to clean up after her. But I wonder how many of us do that, you know, in other areas of our life, right? We apologize, right? Over the situations that we have no control over. Um, we apologize, right? This woman couldn't help that she got sick. So why does she apologize? And how many other areas of our lives do we apologize in? It's like, you guys follow me for a minute. It's almost like we are apologizing for even existing. The things that we cannot control, we feel like if they do happen, happen we have to automatically kind of like take the blame for it or, you know, come in as the cleanup crew after it. And y'all, that's a woman thing. We are fixers. We are nurturers. We are... um you know, we have to always be on point because there are so many people depending on us. And when we slip, we apologize because somehow, some way, we feel that um, even the things we can't control will put a dent on our identities or, you know, how we're perceived by others. Along those same lines, we shrink ourselves for the ones that we love, right? So if you're a mom, you absolutely shrink yourself for your kids. If you are a wife, and I don't know everybody's marriage, but um, in certain relationships, you shrink yourself for your husband. And I get a little weary about that because, yes, it's great to put others before yourself sometimes, but not all the time. Not shrinking for others all the time, because when you do that repeatedly, you end up losing a piece of yourself. And I feel like as women, we're always putting ourselves second, second to our families, second to our jobs, second to the hubs, the kids, etc. 
I'm so guilty of this. And it all, I think, comes from just this innate need to be what everybody expects me to be. I don't know. I think that's what it is. I think I need to be what everybody expects me to be. And that's a boundary issue. And we'll talk about that in a later episode. But perhaps that's something that you're dealing with as well. Not knowing exactly where the cutoff point is from. Okay, I know I can do X, Y, and Z for you. And then, um, and I can be the best that I can be in this role for you. But at some point, I got to step back and take care of me. If you struggle with that line, um, that's something to think about. So, so yeah, be mindful of those two things. Apologizing for things that you cannot control because you feel like you have to take responsibility for whatever it is or it's a dent in your identity. And then also being mindful of putting yourself second all the time and, you know, putting yourself on the back burner for everyone else in your life. And again, I guess that's another identity thing. I think that's where this whole thing comes from. What is your identity even rooted in? We did an episode on this a few weeks back, and I'll link it in the show notes about our identity being grounded in Christ. But if you don't come from that perspective, and even if you do, because I do, and I still sometimes can get lost in the sauce. So anyway, I'm getting a little bit off track, but it's something to just think about. And in your own personal time, Go back in and journal it out, write it out, um, unpack it so that you can understand it for yourself. Another example that I wanted to bring up is um, about the black female perspective. Another nurse and I at work the other day, well, me and a a couple other nurses at work the other day, I was kind of like spitting this topic off to them just to see what they thought about it. And um, it was myself, I'm I'm black, and... um, another nurse who's also black female and then another nurse who is biracial black and white mixed and we just were talking about it and just kind of threw some things out there and I know that everybody's experience with this is different but I think the one thing that unites us in this topic is that we all do it in some way shape or form our backgrounds our home environments whatever it is have shaped us to believe certain things about ourselves that um cause us to shrink in some sort of way okay and I don't want to share anyone else's story I can only share mine because I've lived with myself the past 27 years and I can tell you 100% my experiences but um from my perspective as a black woman I think that we shrink ourselves for a couple different reasons number one We have not always been uplifted, celebrated, highlighted in the media. Yes, now more so you see that um, with the black girl magic and just all these various things highlighting black women, melanin, all that stuff. Um, You see it now, but that isn't something that's always been a thing. And so if we're trying to um, figure out the root of wounds or the root of issues that we have, That's potentially a root. We haven't always been uplifted or been, we haven't always been made or we haven't always been seen as valuable. And so I think that has a lot to do with it. And we also haven't always been made seen. 
And I want to bring this up because this is like a real issue that uh, I feel like never has been addressed publicly or been like on a main stage conversation. Eh, eh, maybe it has. Anyway, uh, but the fact that I feel like as a black female, I was always told to kind of like dim down, tone it down. You know, you can't be too loud because then they'll think you ghetto. Or, you know, you can't have so much of an opinion because then they'll think that you have an attitude problem. Um, even down to the simplest thing, you guys, I was listening to another podcast uh, the other day and the woman there was talking about having a black girl name and just thinking about the the how she growing up had to basically the teacher would on the first day of class would try and like pronounce her name would butcher it or would make a comment like well I can't pronounce it I don't know how to say it so and then she would always just offer up a nickname to make it easier for her white teacher she would shrink herself for her white teacher growing up in school I went to a predominantly white elementary middle and high school and I never wanted to be that black girl I never wanted to be like picked out as ghetto or seen as anything but equal to my white peers and I always felt like I had to shrink myself um and not really fully express who I am even recently um if y'all haven't seen me lately I when was this shortly after my son was born in December I went ahead and colored my hair and it is like a mix of browns and blondes and black. And I was so afraid to even do that because I was like, oh, if I do that, they're going to think that I'm ghetto. And I don't even know why that's a thought that's always in my head. Again, it just is one of those things that is rooted. Have we been programmed to shrink? In my case, I believe yes. And I'm willing to guess yes for a lot of you as well. But I, I was so afraid to color my hair because I didn't want to be seen a different way. Um, And it's, it's just like a whole lot of things that go into it. But more and more, I'm realizing I cannot meet everybody's standards. I cannot please everyone. And so here I am shrinking myself, denying the world <laughs> of all of the greatness that I have to offer because I'm afraid that I'll be seen as too much for some people. I'm done with that. And, you know, if you take the time and go through this and you realize how, you know, blind you've been and how dumb you've been and trying to make everybody else be comfortable with you. Hmm, that's a word. Why are we always trying to make everybody comfortable with us? Another thing that we talked about, um, me and those other nurses, is the fact that when I started out as a nurse, because I was black, I felt like I had to go the extra mile as far as um, just letting my white patients know that I was competent enough and educated enough to take care of them. I always felt like I had to prove myself in that way. And that, y'all, is another form of shrinking. And it's, again, rooted in identity, not being 100% secure with myself. So having to basically, I wanted to prove, I wanted them to be comfortable with me. And I don't understand it. I 
as I was like going through this and preparing, I was like, dang, Camille, like, why are you like this? Like, why has this been like a constant theme in your life? I don't know if you're dealing with the same thing, but I'm just saying if you are, it's worth unpacking. It's worth seeing exactly where it's rooted, what it's rooted in for you. And then you guys, um, this was like a few weeks ago, me and my nurse friends, we have some good conversations. I'm not going to lie, but, um, this is a different nurse. She's an older nurse. And we were talking about, um, the inauguration of Kamala Harris and, um, president Joe Biden. And we were talking about specifically the poem that was given by Amanda Gorman and this other nurse, she was just talking about how, you know, wonderful that she did. And this is a white nurse. And, um, she basically said that this little girl was inspiring to her, even in her old age, even though this is a black girl and she's a white woman, she was talking about how inspiring, you know, she was because of her boldness and her confidence and her fearlessness and all of that. And we just sat down and talked about that. And we discussed this concept of being unapologetically yourself. We felt like that was exactly this, the kind of energy that Amanda Gorman was portraying um, when she delivered that poem. It was beautiful. It was awesome. It was so nice to see a, a young black girl like that on probably the highest platform, you know, confidently and boldly get up there and speak so beautifully like she did and so we were talking about being unapologetically yourself so friends what does that actually mean right for me that means being so confident in who I am and who I am person uh, excuse me and who I am purposed to be that it resonates off of me and is infectious and other women want to embody those same values I'll say it one more time For me, being unapologetically myself is being so confident in who I am and who I am purposed to be that it resonates off of me and is infectious and other women around me want to embody those same values. How awesome is that? How beautiful is that, you guys? And I know it seems kind of like far-fetched. I know it seems like just something you write about, an idea or a thought that you have and never really do anything about. But I promise you, you guys, this is attainable. This is a next level freedom that we all need to get to, that we all need to embrace. So how do we get to that point when we've basically been programmed to shrink? And you guys, I do not have all of the answers. I come on this show week after week and I just give you guys insight based on my experiences, things that I've read, learned, things that I've um, come across in my Bible study and devotion time, uh, messages that I feel like God has placed on my heart. So I do not have all of the answers and I do encourage you guys to do a lot of soul work on your own. But when I was working through this and just understanding, you know, the nature of a woman, where there's lots of experiences that we have um, and lots of trauma that have led us to this point of being, of basically shrinking ourselves, which again is putting others' opinions of ourselves before our own. And we have to decide on an individual ba- uh, on an individual basis, excuse me, how we're going to break the cycle. 
And a lot of the things we discuss, y'all, I tell y'all week after week, it begins in the mind. It begins with your thought pattern. It begins with your perspective. Just believing and knowing your potential and believing and knowing in your own ability and also understanding your identity in Christ, knowing that you are made in the image of God and that you and all of you are meant to impact this earth in some powerful way. And that if you are constantly shrinking, you're doing a disservice to yourself, your children, your generation, your peers, and to God, into the kingdom that is being built. So I guess my advice is to fix it uh, in your head first. Fix it in your head first. You know, we have to really get to a place. You know, I prayed about this the other week, actually, um, about changing my thought pattern. And there's like some studies and some proof that If you change the way that you think, so let's say you're prone to negatively thinking about something um, or always rushing to negative thoughts, right? Your your brain just always goes to that anyway when a situation is presented to you because that's just how you're wired. But if you consciously make the decision, okay, I'm not going to have a negative, I'm not going to think negatively about this situation. I'm actually going to see the glasses half full. I'm actually going to have a positive perspective on this situation. If you continue to do that and interrupt that negative um, that negative thought every single time, after a while, your brain is it actually changes and you start to automatically go to that um, positive thought. You thought you start to automatically see the glass is half full. You start to automatically make the lemonade. Make the lemonade means you know, change your perspective into in a more positive uh, light. And so this is where it all begins. Right now, today, if you've been trapped in this cycle of shrinking and, you know, not fully expressing 100% of who you are and giving 100% of who you are to this world, no matter the opinions around you, then this is where it starts. We have to break that mental cycle. We have to accept ourselves. We have to love ourselves. We have to get out of shame, not be ashamed of who we are, not feel like, you know, so-and-so is not going to find us attractive or, you know, these people are going to think that I'm too this or they're not going to feel that I'm competent enough to do this. We have to get out of that. Really, at the end of the day, all that matters is what does God say about you? Can you live in that truth, can you choose to embrace that truth? Because you know what God says about you. You are loved. You are justified. You are made righteous. You are you are perfect in every way that you need to be. So if we can get to that point, y'all, we have done a huge amount of work. And that's my prayer for y'all this week. That's all I have for y'all. I think that this was such a really good topic and I would love it, love it, love it if y'all will talk to me about it. Let's dig deeper into it because it's so interesting. Nobody ever really talks about this, but it's something that affects each of us from day to day. So if you're comfortable with it, DM me or comment um, on the episode thread and let me know what ways have you shrunk in your life and why I feel 
I, I told you guys I had a conversation with uh, two other nurses and we all have had different areas in our life where we are we have shrunk <laughs> and for different reasons. And I think that it's very easy, uh, not easy, but very interesting to see the different stories. So if you feel comfortable, I would love to have a conversation about it. Uh, DM me at Camille Allison underscore or you can DM, DM me at the um, Hersel underscore XO Instagram account. And um, I'm also on Facebook at Her Soul Podcast. I love it when y'all reach out to me. I love it when you guys comment and just let me know that these episodes are reaching you and touching you and creating change. And that's all I want. I want you to be transformed. I want you to be set free. And I want all of us to just live the best life that we could possibly live because we only get one. All right, y'all. That's it. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Pray that this episode has blessed you. Don't forget to share it and leave your rating and review. And I will see you all next week. I love y'all so much.